Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. McLean throws some C4 down an elevator shaft, causing an explosion that kills some of the terrorists and ends the assault. Merry Christmas, everyone. Two drink cinema! Jeez. Yippee-ki-yay, mother... It's another episode of Two Drink Cinema... It is the month of Christmas. We are just launching straight into our controversial cult film for the month, which is Die Hard. Correct. It is Die Hard. This is uh, the first of our Christmas movies. Feel f- This one, actually. Feel free to at us. Yeah, we want to know. Maybe we'll, we'll do a poll or something somewhere. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Now, my bit of evidence number one is IMDb's storyline. NYPD cop John McClane. I thought John McClane had an eye, but anyway. NYPD cop John McClane goes on a Christmas vacation to visit his wife Holly in Los Angeles, where she works for the Nakatomi Corporation. While they are at the Nakatomi headquarters for a Christmas party... A group of robbers led by Hans Gruber take control of the building and hold everyone hostage. That says to me, the movie is about a Christmas party being interrupted. Okay. Same as Home Alone. A Christmas holiday is ruined. Okay. Same as a mum for Christmas. Oh, God. This dad's Christmas party is ruined because a mannequin appears at his front door. I want to know, actually, I can't remember how Die Hard ends. So if Die Hard ends, like, he saves the day, yay. Obviously, he saves the day. And there's eight more of them. Or don't give any spoilers because this is the preview. Yeah, but I don't know. I can't remember how it ends. Okay. I want it to end in A Christmas Carol. Then I will be convinced. Not like the storyline, A Christmas Carol. I want it to end like he kills Hans Gruber or whatever. Mm. And then they sing like... Um, Silent Night. Okay, well, you can watch it and see. According to Wikipedia, Die Hard is a 1988 American action film directed by John McTiernan and written by Jeb Stewart and Stephen E. D'Souza based on the 1979 novel Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe. Stars Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, Alexander Goodenough and Bonnie Bedelia. Never heard of Bonnie, Bonnie Bedelia before. Um, so that is probably all she's done. Bonnie plays Bruce Willis's ex-wife that he's going to visit for Christmas in LA. Why? Why would you go and visit your ex-wife? Do they have a kid? They have a kid. Oh, right. Okay. And he still wants to make things work. Oh, she's also been in Die Hard 2. She got a job in LA. And he didn't want to leave New York because he's a New York cop. He's not a 
Beverly Hills Cop. Right. Do, do, do. Can you imagine a buddy cop film of Bruce Willis in Die Hard and Eddie Murphy from Beverly Hills Cop? That'd be cool, actually. That would be all right. Um, Bruce Willis was not an action star before this. No, he was that guy from Moonlighting. Yeah, he was basically that guy from Moonlighting, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, interestingly, Arnold Schwarzenegger Ooh. and Sylvester Stallone turned the role down. Good. And... One and, of the... and Arnie did Jingle All The Way instead yeah. as his Christmas movie. One of the things that that resulted in, that, that when people talk about Die Hard, they talk about it as whether or not it's a Christmas movie, but they talk about it as changing action films. So that if you look at the action films of the 80s, you have things like Terminator and Rocky, is the or like Rambo and Rocky for yeah. Stallone. Um, and then all kind of Jean-Claude Van Damme stuff, and then Predator and Conan the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. So it's all big, huge guys just being big muscles. Whereas Bruce Willis is not that. He had had a personality as well. He had a personality, and he wasn't big muscles. And so it's often praised Die Hard as a movie that is kind of an everyman action hero. Even though he's a detective. He's a detective. It's not like just some IT like, nerd saves the day. No, but he's not like Arnie, who's this right. super buff, super huge, super trained guy. Um, or like, But it's also not quite the one guy steps up and does things like Rambo. It is one guy steps up and does things, but it's not on the same level as... Rambo's just big muscles and big guns. Okay. okay. He's outsmarting these terrorists as well as beating them. Right. So... With his mental muscle. Yeah. And he got paid $5 million for it, mm. which made him one of the highest paid actors of the time. Wow. Which was pretty big. mm for a guy that had just been opposite Sybil Shepherd in Moonlighting, mostly. He'd done other stuff by then, had he? Well, not really, yeah. I guess. Um, on Wikipedia, it says, giving him a salary comparable to more successful established film actors like Dustin Hoffman, Warren Beatty, and Robert Redford. Ooh. So that's huge money. And the studio weren't keen on it because they were like, he, this guy's just a TV guy. Yeah. He's not going to be the big thing. Going back to, I skipped a bit, going back to the list of people who were offered it before Bruce Willis. Have a listen to this list. Dustin Hoffman. Sylvester Stallone, Richard Gere, Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Burt Reynolds, Nick Nolte, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson, Richard Dean Anderson, Paul Newman, James Kahn, and Al Pacino, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Sylvester Stallone. Like, all of them got offered it. I couldn't imagine half of them doing it. Paul Newman, no. Too old. Sorry, Paul. Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, obviously. Yeah, but it's probably too similar to, like, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Harrison Ford, I could see. Richard Gere is a bit too smooth. Yeah, I couldn't see him doing it. I don't know if I could see Don Johnson doing it either. Yeah. Um, Richard Dean Anderson, yeah, but then it just looks like a MacGyver movie. Schwarzenegger turned it down because he was going to do Twins. And also, would it have been weird then if Hans Gruber, the German, 
He's like the a Austrian. terrorist, and then the Austrians like, me yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah, bit weird. Uh, Willis turned it down originally because of contractual obligations with Moonlighting. Ooh. Uh, but then Sybil Shepherd got knocked up, so they oh. paused it for ele- paused the shooting for eleven weeks, and Willis did it. That works out well for him, Done. doesn't it? So that's that's the interestingly the most interestingly of the interestinglys to do with the film. I looked at the cast and it's got the cast and then some of the um, character names. Yeah, yeah. So it's like William Atherton as Richard Thornburg, an unscrupulous TV reporter. Oh, yes. And then Hart Bochner as Harry Ellis, a sleazy Nakatomi executive. Oh, he's the one that do, is doing cocaine on the... on. Holly Gennaro's desk. Right. The dad from Family Matters plays the dad from Family Matters in this movie. Oh. Do you remember that? Um, Fat Black Cop. Oh, I'm blanking. Um, where is he? Devereaux White. Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Sergeant Al Powell. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is in the same universe as Family Matters, obviously. It's not, but um, because he plays Carl Winslow in Family Matters. Right. Not Al Pal, but it is in Family Matters, he's a cop. So that's that. Really? Yeah, he's. I can't remember. I'm sure he is. I haven't seen Family Matters for a while. Most of it was filmed on location uh, around Fox Plaza because there was a building still under construction, like the Nakatomi Plaza. Okay. Is under construction in the film. Um, it was secured with two main conditions no filming during the day and no damage from explosions. Well, I can see the first one being easier to deal with than the second one. Yeah. He, uh, there are a lot of explosions. I'm not sure how they made sure there wasn't too much damage from that. Right. Bruce Willis said has said he found it difficult some of the acting in Die Hard because it was mostly it's mostly solo. Yeah. Like it's a very He's talking to himself in him an air vent. on his own versus other people. But then even between takes, he didn't spend a lot of time with the rest of the cast. He spent mm. most of his time with his new partner Demi Moore. Oh. Yeah. Um we all con- know how that turned then out. Wikipedia says, in contrast to their on-screen dynamics, Bedelia and Val Johnson spent most of their time between scenes with Alan Rickman. Oh, Who wasn't a film guy by then either. He was pretty much came straight off the stage. Um, he was in his early 40s when he's making his screen debut as Hans Gruber. Yes. And an incredible um, career since. Pour one out. Robert Duval, Gene Hackman, Lawrence Fishburne, and Wesley Snipes were considered for the role. Gene Hackman would have been interesting. I don't think they would have made them German. I was going to say someone else. I can't see Hugh uh, Hugh Jackman. I can't see Gene Hackman as a German. No, I don't I feel know why. Like <laughs> Gene Hackman would have just played Lex Luthor, which he did. Yeah. So it might have been too similar. Yeah. Wesley Snipes would have been a weird one as well. I Lawrence think. Fishburne would have been interesting at that stage. Yeah, he would have been fairly early on 
yeah, career-wise as I well. Because I think early 30s, early 80s was when he started as... Because um, I know his first movie was introducing Larry Fishburne uh, in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. So it wasn't too long after that that um, we had Die Hard. Yeah, 88 is Die Hard. Yeah. So. Uh, it took more than the film the studio expected at the box office, a hundred and something million I just scrolled away from my notes. That's good. 140 million, which is much more than they talk. It was the 10th highest film of the year and the highest action film of the year. Right. Okay. We will be discussing in full whether or not this is a Christmas movie when we have both watched it again. Yes. And we discuss it in our review. We will be discussing whether so, it is a Christmas movie. There will be a poll on our Facebook and on our Twitter and a debate in our Facebook group. Yes. So make sure you have your evidence prepared because I'm not having any bloody Facebook comments like people protesting against... Anything, I'm going to yes. just censor that bit out. Yeah. Do your own research. Yeah. Don't be a sheeple. And just follow oh on to Die Hard being a Christmas movie, even though it is a Christmas movie. Okay. Okay. We will see. We will see. I feel so like I'm just going to be anti whatever you're saying, just so it's a debate. Yeah. It'll be like a, it'll be like a high school debate thing, and you get a topic, and you're yeah. for or yeah. against, no matter what you actually. I think. remember in year you nine, the topic it. was, um, rock music is terrible. And I got the negative. Yeah. I'm like, but I love rock music. <laughs> and like in the my mid-high school, I did more than I, well, I still do now. But anyway, I wasn't as super into pop music as well as I am now. But um, I had to like come up with all these reasons why rock music's bad, even though I yeah. really liked it. My teacher was, that's the point of debating. Sometimes you have to, I'm like, in no, why? Life, in real life, no. Well, next week, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you'll have to come up with reasons. You're going to have to call people that were in the debating club at school. Yeah. Um, who is debating captain? I don't think Algie had one. I don't think debating was really a thing. Yeah. No offense to anybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you were debating captain, get in touch because Brett might need you for our next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Watch Die Hard over the weekend. Get onto all of our social channels to discuss the Christmasness of the movie. The Christmosity. Uh, the Christmasness. <laughs> Christmas. The Christmasness. Yeah, Christmasness. Christmasness. The Christmasness of Die Hard. Uh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. Let's have a chat. 
an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.